0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Habia Podcast. I am your host, Therese Therese, and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled, A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But I will not be reading from my book of poetry on today while I'm in traffic, I wanted to talk to y'all. So I got to looking at, I like to every once in a while look at reality shows um, because I just love to study relationships and love to kind of see how people maneuver through the nuances of relationships on a day-to-day basis. And... I was observing, I'm not even going to say the name because y'all most likely may know who I'm talking about, so I'm not going to do that. But what I was noticing is that when it comes to relationships, love is not enough. Now, love does cover a multitude of sins. That's according to Scripture. Yes, love is able to, you can conquer a whole lot when you love someone, but love alone is not going to make a relationship last. You've got to put in the actual work. And a lot of times, if we're being honest, a lot of times we want things to come easy and we don't want to do the work part of working is operating in forgiveness, operating in understanding, being able to communicate openly and freely, being able to hear both sides of the story and not just one side of the story, being able to compromise, being able to negotiate. All of those things, being able to to give leeway Give grace. All of those things sound like, oh, that's not too hard to do. But once you get into the thick of a relationship and you begin to truly count up the cost, do you have the capacity to love the individual in the way that they require to be loved? See, a lot of times we just think because we love someone that our love is sufficient. Now, the Word says, or the Bible says, God's grace is sufficient for us. His strength is made perfect at our times of weakness. But sometimes what we have a tendency to do, whether it is consciously or unconsciously, is make ourselves to believe. That our love is sufficient, when in all actuality, if we are truthfully being honest with ourselves, even in our best ability, loving someone with our love alone is not going to be sufficient. We need supernatural love on some days. We need a love greater than our own on some days. And not only is it just love, that we have to incorporate other things to make up that right relationship. It can't just be love. That alone is not going to be enough. And I know we've been in a lot of ways programmed to believe that that's all we need. Now, it's very much necessary. Don't get it, it twisted. Yes, love is necessary. It is required if you want to sustain a healthy, happy, normal relationship. However, you're going to need far more than that in order for it to last for a long period of time. And so when I look back over the course of even my own relationships, it didn't matter how much I loved the individual, um It didn't keep us together. That love alone didn't keep us together. It didn't matter how much they loved me. That love alone did not keep us together. There was so much more required and necessary for us to even have the possibility of longevity. But both parties needed to be willing. Both parties needed to want the same thing have you ever been in a situation where you were in a relationship and you're just like, oh my goodness, I would go to the ends of the earth for this particular person. And you really truly believed that you would do that. And then a situation manifested and you recognized if you were paying attention that the depth of the world that you were willing to go to for that particular person, they were not willing to do the same. And so, As much into them as you were, they were not equally into you. So when it came time to go your separate ways, it was easy for them to pack up their bags and say, have a nice life, because in so many ways, they were not fully vested in that relationship the way that you may have been fully vested in that relationship, and then you found yourself picking up the broken pieces because you would given all of yourself, including your love, to that individual. I can attest to that because I have gone through that a lot in my lifetime, trying to figure it out, trying to find my way, trying to find my place when it came to relationships. And, yeah, what I have discovered is that love alone is not it. You literally have to be willing to communicate. you got to be able to gauge where y'all are at, at each phase of the relationship. you got to be able to have open dialogue with that individual. You're not going to always see eye to eye, and that is really okay, because a lot of times we convince ourselves that our way is the only way, and that could be the furthest thing from the truth. I remember one time I was talking to my 21-year-old and he made it was just it was it was great to hear it coming from him but at the same time it allowed me to think about the words that were coming out of my mouth and he was like do you want to be right or do you want to be happy because a lot of times we've been so programmed that we got to be right about everything we got to have the last say we got to our opinion is the is the more dominant opinion. Um, uh, we gotta do it my way, my way or the highway. Um, I had a friend that would always say you gotta pay the cost to be the boss, and we have all these different things that we say, um, but the reality of it is is that at the end of the day, are you truly making sure that the decision in regards to being in that relationship that both of you are wanting the same thing. And sometimes you have to have those hard conversations because you may be wanting to go right, but they may be wanting to go left, and they may have a justifiable reason of why it is that they're wanting to go in a different direction. And then that's where the compromise comes in. If going in that different direction is going to better the relationship over a period of time, then that's why having open dialogue is of the utmost importance is because you're able to have those conversations, count up the cost together, see what's best for you too, and also gauge if this is something that you want to do long term or if it's time for you to reevaluate the status of the relationship and potentially do something different. So, As I was watching this couple, I remember when the young man was being unfaithful to his wife at the time. Well, I mean, they're still married, but when he was being unfaithful. Now, I recall this, and I recall how devastated she was, and I recall how she was ready to throw in the towel, and then she found out she was pregnant. And he even went as far as telling her, are you sure the baby's mine? And she knew that he was the only man that she'd been with in their marriage. And I remember all of this playing out on television and empathizing for her and empathizing just knowing that or understanding that it has to hurt for you to make up your mind that you want to do life with a particular person, and then they check out. And even though you could tell that things were getting kind of rocky, they check out to the worst degree instead of having that conversation and saying, look, we are not on the same page right now. I'm not feeling you right now. I don't know why. I don't know where the shift took place. I don't know what took place. But for some reason, whenever I'm hearing you talk or whatever, it's starting to get up under my skin, and I'm trying my best not to make up permanent decision off of a temporary circumstance, but every time we go a day or two or three days without speaking to each other is pushing me further away from you and potentially into the arms of another person. See, a lot of times we don't want to have that dialogue. We may be thinking it, but we don't want to say it. I remember when I was once married and We had a situation where my husband at the time was denying me intimacy. And I'll never forget what I told him. See, when you and I, this is what I told him. I'm paraphrasing because it's been too long for me to remember word for word, precept upon precept. But the gist of it was you and I made a vow my body became your body your body became my body so we vowed that we would not deny each other of one another's body right now i'm in the mood for intimacy i'm talking about sex for those of you that don't know and i was married at that time and you are denying me so what i want to remind you of is that according to the sure it cool.